cherries and celery seeds. Frustrated with your pain or injury? That sucks, but I'm here to help. Hi, my name is Denise DeShutler and I'm a body worker and educator. Why is it so hard to find the care we need to feel better? Most of my clients have asked that question for years until we started working together. Now I'm going to help you find those answers. I'll explore different health disciplines and chat with talented practitioners. We'll share our insights and practical advice to help you get the results you need to feel good again. Because seeking the right care for your health can be a pain in the arse. But with me, your wellness journey will turn into a fun-filled adventure. Buckle up, baby, for the Passionate Health Advocate Show. Welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining. I'm happy you're here. Today, we're going to explore how one man took back control of his health even after a serious diagnosis. Let's buckle up. Welcome to Living with Gout and Taking Back Control of Your Life. We are searching for Spiro Kalouris, who is a leading gout diet expert, author, gout sufferer, and blogger at goutandyou.com. Is that you? Yes, Denise, that's me. Well, thank you for inviting us. I'm happy you reached out and letting us come over and find out what's happening in your world, what's going on, and how did you get here? Yeah, well, unfortunately, I was diagnosed with gout at the age of 26. Uh, Just for some background, about 2% of the general population suffers from gout. Um, it usually affects, though, people 50 and over, not uh, people under 50 like myself. In my case, it was more genetic uh, after we did all our tests, uh, whereas for most majority of people, it's more, uh, they're more, it gets triggered more from di- bad dietary habits. Um, I remember uh, that night I was drinking a lot of whiskey, having fun with my friends, and went home to sleep at night. And about three, four in the morning, I got. Uh, I got hit with a major gout attack in the big toe. I was highly inflamed. I had to hop over to the doctor's office uh, the next day to get it checked out. Uh, He diagnosed me as having gout, and I I wasn't aware what gout was. I had to research uh, to see what it was all about. Um, And funny enough, I went to take a blood test because that's how you determine how, uh, how, how, how much uric acid is in your blood. Uh, usually people that don't suffer from gout, it's usually under six, uh, MGDL, whereas mine was over six, it was about nine or 10. Um, so I had to treat it with, uh, medication, um, colchicin and allopurinol in the beginning, uh, to get rid of all the inflammation and then lower the uric acid levels. Uh, yeah, it was a very painful, de- debilitating, uh, uh, attack, uh, that took me out for a few weeks. Uh, I don't wish it a, a pain upon anybody, but uh, since then I've done a lot of research and decided to blog about it and uh, do more uh, research uh, with medical studies and uh, speak to doctors 
and, and read about more on the dietary side and give dietary advice to gout sufferers, uh, what foods they should be eating and which foods uh, they should avoid, uh, what treatments are available. I constantly update my audiences uh, on social media with uh, the latest information uh, coming from uh, doctors, uh, research, uh, publications, magazines, and so on. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, it's been, I'm 45 now, actually. So it's been about 20 years living with gout, but um, it's, uh, you can live a, a very fine life if you have it under control. And that's what I'm here to help uh, discuss today with you. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm happy that, you know, you invited us here because I think this is really important. One, um, this show is called the Passionate Health Advocate Show. And it sounds like you are someone that has been advocating for your health and now living with gout and living proof that you have taken back control, which is the whole premise of the show. And it sounds like you're getting the right care and probably collaborating with your doctors. So I want to hear a little more about when you were first diagnosed, was this something you were following along with doctor's advice? Was there something where you did more research? What was the turning point of, of doing more on your own? I don't want to say on your own, taking an initiative to, to get yeah. better care. What was that for you? For me, at first, when I got diagnosed, I was about 245 pounds. So I was a bit, well, I was obese. Uh, my ideal weight is 195. So I was 50 pounds overweight. So I had to lose weight uh, on doctor's advice uh, and eat better. Uh, I lost the weight quickly. And then I started experimenting on my own without my doctor's knowledge, actually, uh, by not taking my allopurinol. Allopurinol is the main drug uh, for gout sufferers to control uric acid. Uh, and I got, I, got I got stricken with a few gout attacks over the years. Uh, and I went back to my doctor and told him what I did. And he, uh, he said, in my case, it's mostly genetic. It's not something that I could really control 100%. But over the years, I used to be at 300 milligrams uh, of allopurinol daily. Uh, I've dropped it to 100 milligrams now with my dietary uh, changes and lifestyle changes. Uh, and I have a lot of uh, gout patients uh, who write to me uh, on my website and email me and tell me how uh, they've uh, stopped taking allopurinol and control their uh, gout through uh, diet alone and, and exercise and lifestyle changes. Um, although I always recommend people always check with their doctor and never do something on their own because they could get hurt. Uh, it's always to work with your doctor. But uh, if you really want to, uh, if you think your gout is caused due to being overweight and uh, not eating well, uh, you could uh, possibly reverse that. But for the majority, I would say they're not going to have any success. Um, once you get it, um, it could come back and bite you again. So you have to tread carefully. Okay. Okay. So maybe there's probably some listeners that have heard of gal. I know me personally, I was telling somebody about this, you know, upcoming episode and they thought, Oh, this is something of the past. So in your world, it's, it's obviously in your world. So can you tell us exactly what gout is? Gout is a condition uh, caused by high uric acid in the blood. So what happens is, um, our humans eat foods that contain a chemical compound called purines. It's, uh, it's found in all types of foods. It's just this chemical compound is found mostly in meats, uh, processed foods, uh, sugar, alcohol, compared to vegetables and so on. So when you eat 
uh, a diet too that's too high in uh, in meats and uh, alcohol and sugary foods, fried foods, uh, your body metabolizes the purines and then it, it, it creates uric acid in the blood, right? And then the kidneys uh, can't filter it out through the urine, so it gets stuck in your body. And what happens is uh, it'll attack a joint. So the uric acid will uh, go usually in the big toe. That's the main uh, joint that it attacks. It could go uh, to the knee, to the elbows. Some, uh, some people will say their hands and so on. And then basically you get a gout attack and you can't walk, uh, you can't move whatever joint it attacks. And uh, you have that condition, unfortunately. Yeah, and it sounds very painful. So I, yeah, yes, I can imagine the challenges yeah. to, to live with that. Um, I'm yeah. glad you have yours under control. So it sounds like um, we were saying that the doctor prescribed a medication to kind of help with that. But you did you find it yourself that that wasn't the only thing to do? It sounds like you've been talking no. a lot about diet. Diet, yeah. What I found through research, uh, there's a major uh, doctor that does a lot of gout research out of Boston University or uh, Boston General Hospital, Han Choi, and uh, they've done a lot of studies with diet and uh, what you eat uh, can determine uh, how uric acid levels uh, react. So what I recommend through the research I've done and doctors I've spoken to in the past is you got to, uh, as a gout sufferer, you have to eat 80% of your daily calories as complex carbohydrates. So that means fresh vegetables, some fruit, uh, 100% whole grain breads, pastas and rices. Uh, that should be 80% daily. 10% can be meat. So if you want, if you want to have your lean chicken breast, uh, some lean turkey, fish, those are the best options. I don't recommend red meat, but if you want to have a burger or a steak from time to time, go ahead, but make sure it's not more than four, six ounces uh, in one day. Uh, and then avoid at all costs, avoid pork, avoid processed meats like sausages and hot dogs. Um, that is uh, not a healthy choice, even if you don't suffer from gout. And then finally, I recommend 10% of your daily calories should be as fat. So you could have some yogurt, uh, eggs, milk, cheese. Um, so if you notice the last 20%, the food is usually sourced from animals, right? Mm -hmm. so fat and meat. So that's where the danger is uh, for gout sufferers. If you have too much fat and too much uh, protein, uh, it takes longer for the kidneys to break down those purines. Uh, and then uh, you produce too much uric acid and then the kidneys have trouble excreting it through the urine and then it just stays in your body and crystallizes in the joints causing the gout. So um, that's what I advocate and uh, that's the diet I follow. Okay. Well, I'm happy it's working for you. I want to know um, when you first started to do this diet, were, were you ever opposed? Were you thinking for yourself, what was your experience? Did you think, oh, it's just medication or I really need to change my diet? And was that hard for you? Well, what happens is if you don't change your diet as a gout sufferer, if you're diagnosed with gout and they, and you, they put you on the allopurinol medication, if you continue eating the way you were eating before, you're only going to worsen your gout over the years and your allopurinol prescription will go stronger and stronger. The doctors will always prescribe it higher and higher. So, and that's worse obviously for your overall health. So uh, you have to change your, your lifestyle. You have to change your dietary habits, lose the weight, excess weight uh, and live a healthy life. Um, uh, 
Uh, it's the only way because gout, when you suffer from gout, you're also at an increased risk of developing diabetes down the road, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, uh, psoriasis, so uh, heart uh, disease. So you have to watch out. You can't, uh, I have some people writing me, telling me, uh, spur on taking allopurinol and eating whatever I want. Yeah, but down the road, you're going to be at a higher risk of developing other diseases. So you have to be careful. Okay. Okay. And so for you, knowing that information, it sounded, was it kind of like, okay, no brainer, I'm going to change yeah. my diet because that was more yeah. important to you? Yeah, it was more important. And you know what? It's difficult in the beginning. You have to take it step by step. Um, it's very difficult from going eating foods you really liked and slowly taking them out. But take the time, uh, maybe get a journal and start writing it. Uh, but try and remain disciplined. It's going to take a few months. You're not going to change overnight. So uh, I always encourage uh, my audience uh, that fail from time to time that to go back on that uh, disciplined lifestyle of eating uh, properly as best as you can and enjoy yourself from time to time only. So I'll have uh, some whiskey or some wine once every two, three months on a special occasion. I'll, I won't have more than two, three drinks, right? Uh, and, and I'll drink a lot of water before and after because uh, that helps also to excrete, excrete, excrete the uric acid from the blood. There's drinking a lot of water. And uh, if I do have a steak, again, I'll watch out the next day. I won't have any meat. Maybe I'll just uh, uh, have some vegetarian pasta with some vegetables, right? Or... Uh, or maybe some rice, brown rice with some chickpeas and some sauce. Um, so try to remain disciplined. It takes uh, a lot of uh, motivation. Um, if you have difficulty, maybe go seek the advice of a dietitian and uh, try and get on that road. It's very important. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying if you know, are having trouble changing your diet to get that extra support and see a dietitian. Yeah. Did yeah. you do that or was this something you were able to cultivate no, on your own? I did that on my own. Yeah. Um, at this point I have it under control. It's been many, many years without a gout attack. So, and I'm only, I'm only on hundred milligrams of allopurinol. Uh, uh, I go to the gym, I train. So I try to stay fit and I eat well. Uh, like I said, I'll have meat, but I'll stick to fish, chicken, and very lean meats. Uh, try to trim the fat because fat is not healthy. Uh, that raises uric acid uh, levels as well. And uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Drink only water. I only drink water, herbal teas, or coffee. I don't drink any juices. Uh, um, carbonated soft drinks is definitely no-no. Um, and alcohol, like I said, I'll have alcohol once occasionally on a special occasion you know, to celebrate somebody's birthday or Christmas, Thanksgiving, stuff like that. Got it. So it's like, it's not cutting everything out, but it sounds like your lifestyle yeah. is healthier now and you're doing things yeah. in moderation. And, and also, like you said, even drinking plenty of water, if you know you wanted to have a sip of that wine or whatever. So I think it's just being conscious of, of exactly. what you're doing, thinking about, you know, the food intake. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the passionate health advocate dance break. Now get up and shake your thing.
I wanted to ask you, statistically, who does a gout really affect? I mean, I, like I said, I personally don't hear much about it, but I know it's out there. And people like you, it is not a, a fun experience. It's quite painful. And how do we overcome that So, or live with it? So who are, you know, being affected by gout? Right now, mostly people over 50, I would say seniors, majority men, 75% compared to women at 25%. Women have a, a protective um, uh, chemical that uh, protects them from gout, so they're at a higher, uh, a lower risk of uh, developing it. Uh, men traditionally suffer more from gout, but now studies show that adults, young adults, are starting to get diagnosed at an earlier and earlier age, and that's due to the high alcohol consumption. So when you go to college, uh, you're partying hard, you're drinking a lot. And then at 21, 22, you may get a gout attack at that young uh, age. So uh, a lot of studies have been showing that uh, in the news lately in the past few years. So um, anybody's at risk uh, if you drink too much. So avoid the alcohol. The alcohol can increase a lot of other disease, the risk of developing other diseases as well. So uh, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. who it mainly affects. Mostly people over 50 at this time, the majority would be a majority men over the age of 50. Okay. And is that for all over the world? Is it different parts of the world that are affected more? Gout is more prone in the Western world. Why? Because of the Western diet, eating high high meat uh, consumption society, lots of alcohol, uh, sugary foods, lots of sugar intake in our bodies. Uh, compared to Asia and the Middle East and other parts of the world. So, yeah, I would say it's more higher in the West compared to the East. Uh, but it is growing in developing nations. Why? Because in China, right, uh, they used to eat only rice and complex carbohydrates 20 years ago, but now they also want to have a steak like uh, mm. uh, us North Americans, right? So mm-hmm. it's starting to grow there too, unfortunately. Got it. Okay. And then when you were diagnosed, uh, you were talking about taking the medication and then your doctor said, well, for you, it's genetic. You had yeah, some, it was genetic. Uh, uh, basically, um, through my blood test, I think, uh, he evaluated it and, uh, it was mostly genetic. Uh, there's a certain gene, uh, uh, I forget the code though uh, at this time, but uh, that you're more prone to higher risk of developing gout. Uh, Cause I think I had a family history. My grandfather had suffered from it. Uh, so it was more out of a higher risk. Okay. Got it. Category. Okay. Yeah. Right. If it's, if other people in the family have been diagnosed. Exactly. Okay. And for someone, let's say there's a young adult listening and how would they know uh and that they were experiencing gout. Like, what are some of the symptoms right away? Oh, you'll know. You'll there's know. no doubt, huh? Yeah, there's no doubt. It's so painful. Um, you, there's no way you're going to miss it. Um, it's hot, stabbing. You can't even put a bed sheet on top of it. That's how sensitive mm, yeah. uh, the joint is. So, and it'll keep you awake. What I recommend if you get a gout attack right away uh, is maybe get some ibuprofen to limit the pain, uh, ease it off. So this way it makes your walking more bearable. Uh, and then go to the doctor's office and uh, see what treatment options uh, you can take. There's, o- there's only uh, two major treatment options to treat inflammation. Colchicin, which is a drug you take daily that reduces inflammation quickly. Uh, it comes from the cochlear uh, plant. Uh, that works very well. 
Uh, and uh, the second option would be NSAIDs. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, they'll inject you with NSAIDs uh, in the affected joint, uh, and you'll feel less uh, relief, and you'll be able to uh, walk again. Um, and after that, to treat the high uric acid, you, they put you on allopurinol. Uh, it's the main drug uh, to control uh, and reduce uric acid levels over the long term. Okay. So it sounds like that's immediate when you have an attack and then to calm the, the yes. symptoms down and then to exactly. treat the overall. Okay. Uric acid. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are some natural remedies that you're using right now? Well, yeah, there's uh, a lot of natural remedies that are, a lot of gout sufferers uh, write to me that they have used that has worked. It may not work for you, but you could give it a try. Uh, if you're suffering from a gout attack, try Epsom salt. Soak your foot in uh, warm water and put uh, some Epsom salt. Uh, do that twice a day. Uh, you could also try icing uh, your uh, inflamed uh, joint a few times a day as well for some pain relief. Uh, after that, others swear by apple cider vinegar. Um, that, that helps to break down purines, actually. You sh I take apple cider vinegar daily because uh, it helps with digestion and it helps, helps break down purines easier. Um, and it helps control uric acid. There has been some studies that show that. Uh, but you also have ginger. Um, some people will take ginger and make a paste out of it and apply it on the inflamed joint. Uh, but again, ginger is another uh, remedy. You can make a nice ginger tea uh, that helps with pain and, inf and inflammation. Uh, and there's a lot of other foods. Uh, bromelain from uh, pineapple can help with pain and inflammation. Um, so all of those remedies that you're talking about, they sound like natural yes. uh, anti-inflammatory. So if people are listening. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, if you visit my website, you'll see a, there's a, we go into more in depth with a lot of other foods that help control uric acid as well uh, that have been shown through studies. Um, there's plenty of foods uh, from uh, cherries, especially, uh, are very popular with gout sufferers. So mm -hmm. during cherry season, um, you eat a lot of cherries, you'll notice your joints are strong and you don't feel any pain or any inflammation anywhere. So I would say that is a popular uh, food for gout sufferers. Um, and then if you go into the berries, uh, vegetables like, uh, not vegetables, but uh, seeds, like celery seeds, which help you urinate more. So you flush out more uric acid. So some, these are some of the more popular uh, natural remedies for gout sufferers. Nice. Okay. So we have options there. And I want to know a little bit more about your blog. So you're posting advice and tips. Are you also getting, um, are you learning from other people yes. living with gout? Yeah, uh, it's a strong community. Uh, on Twitter, uh, I follow a lot of doctors, rheumatologists. We collaborate sometimes on some work, on some projects. Uh, but uh, I get the latest studies. I communicate it to my audience. Uh, I get the latest information uh, and I tell you advice. So basically that's the mission of the blog is to educate gout sufferers, to show them that there is another way uh, other than uh, medication. Uh, medication can help treat, but to complement it, you need to change your lifestyle as well. Uh, to avoid those higher risk uh, diseases that uh, gout sufferers are prone to as well uh, down the road. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big warning. When you get gout, it's a big warning that, hey, I got to change things around. If not, uh, I can be in danger and could cause an early death right uh, down the road. So uh, you have to take it very seriously.
Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you did. And I'm happy you did because uh, that's very challenging. And you mentioned earlier that you haven't had an attack in how many years? Oh boy. Uh, maybe seven, eight years now. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So do you find that other people following your blog, listening to your advice and other doctor's advice, uh, statistically people living with gout, are you on the higher end of, of going so many years without an attack? Uh, no, I would say it's average. If you take your medication, um, you could be attack free for a very long time. Um, but other than that, uh, it's the changes I made. Uh, whereas others will complain that they're still getting attacks because uh, they're still taking the medication, but uh, they're still drinking or eating a bad diet and uh, uh, it hits them and then they have to increase their dosage because uh, they're mm -hmm. just uh, making their health, uh, worsening their health overall. Yeah. So it's like a domino effect. Yeah. So. So you're definitely advocating for your health and you're also advocating for other people's health. And this is why I have you on the show and you're living proof that you can make some major changes. So it sounds like you got assistance from your doctors, but you've taken the initiative and in leading a healthy lifestyle. You're working out, you're not having any of these pains. It's been seven years and you're monitoring your diet and still, you know, sounds like you celebrate when you need to celebrate. So that's fantastic. And I also recommend exercise. Make sure you exercise because what happens with gout is over the years, your joints will start disintegrating with attacks. So if you have more than one mm -hmm. attack, think of it as uh, the main, the, the foot, which is the, the, the joint that's mostly affected, disintegrating. Uh, and you may feel pain, let's say, after you know, a long walk of about an hour, you might feel some pain. So you have to strengthen those joints. So you may have to hit the gym, just do some weights, uh, do some walking, walking, walking as well helps uh, strengthen the joints in the foot uh, and the knees and so on. So make sure you don't let yourself go because that could lead to arthritis down the road uh, as well. So you have to strengthen those joints if you're suffering from gout. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. strongly recommend that. Okay. Those are all good recommendations. And so if someone is curious or maybe even feels like they've been diagnosed or maybe someone they know, a family member, how would they go about uh, contacting you? How can they learn more information on what you're offering? Well, they could visit uh, my website at goutandyou.com. Uh, you could email me directly. I answer all the emails within 24 hours. So if you need any help, uh, reach out. Uh, we're on every social media channel. So Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google, uh, YouTube, uh, Pinterest, and so on. You could go check out our articles on different dietary tips and advice, uh, treatments, uh, uh, products, uh, as well. I've written a book. If you want to check it out, the ultimate gout diet and cookbook, uh, where I go into more detail on the ideal gout diet that I briefly discussed here today. And, uh, to help you get started there's about a uh, hundred recipes, uh, ready to go, uh, that you could uh, start implementing, uh, and start eating better today. Nice. Just in time for the holidays, there you go. especially for all right. this, all these <laughs> big the meals we'll be cooking. The holidays are a very dangerous time for gout, uh, for new gout sufferers. Cause that's when most people write to me is after Thanksgiving and after Christmas, yeah. the day after a lot of people get their first gout attack and they don't know what it is and they're in terrible pain and they're seeking advice. So watch out Thanksgiving. It's going to Thanksgiving. Don't overindulge and don't drink too much. Don't eat too much Turkey. Try and limit your portions. 
Yeah, moderation, moderation. So tell us again the name of your book. Uh, the Ultimate Gout Diet and Cookbook. Okay. Gout and You. Actually, it's Gout and You, The Ultimate Gout Diet and Cookbook. Yeah. You can find it on Amazon. Okay. Well, I think most people know how to get that. And yep. um, again, with all the YouTube channels, all this, uh, everything is Gout and You. Yeah, everything's gout on you. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, that's right. That's the uh, that's the, the backslash there. Whatever you want to look it up, it's gout on you. Excellent. Well, that'll be easy to find, and we'll also have that in the show notes. So, thank sure. you for that information, you, and thanks. and even offering, uh, you know, if people need to email you with with like direct questions, I yeah. think that's really really special. So, thank you yeah. for that. No problem. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm so happy you invited us here. It's quite interesting to know that we can keep on living a life that we want to live, even if we have gout and you are living proof. That's right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Denise. Thank you for having me. And uh, it's not the end of the world, guys. Uh, If you know anybody that suffers from gout, uh, you could get it under control uh, and live a very productive and healthy life. Yes. Spoken by a living proof. Thank you so much, Spiro. Thank you, Denise. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining the Passionate Health Advocate Show with your host, Denise DeShutler. Like what you hear? Then subscribe, rate, and review this podcast.